should be live. Let's see. I got to check. We're live. It's wait. a gamble on Ginter Pocket. So I got hold on. Wait. Okay, yeah, we are live. We are live. We are back. It's literally us. We're back. Go, 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 go. Tell it's, tell. it's the gamble on Ginter Podcast. And we're back. Season Guys, dose. it's good to see you. Season dose. We made it. We're here. You let this happen another season. So I want to get kicked off today because uh, we want to kind of talk about, you know, kind of people who have never listened to the show. And it, for those of you who are watching the show for the first time, thank you for tuning on. I uh, hope we can put a, a good performance for you guys who have been here forever. What's up? It's good to see you. My name is Peter Ginter. I'm the host of the show. Right next to me is Daniel Mano, uh, the best producer around. Uh, my co-host, he's back. We convinced him to do this. I again. don't know. I don't know why I got brought back, but I did it. No, but well, this we'll is make, make sure to utilize like. him as best as we can. Um, so, I guess the top story has been how we're we're balling. Well, hold on. Let's take it back a little because I think if if we're talking about what's the top so, story since we've been gone, it's been the pandemic and seeing how sports have adjusted. So specifically, this NBA bubble, right? Where, yeah. Um, all the people, everyone's confined confined in one space. Like teams are going home and seeing the other teams at different hotels. Yeah, in Disney and, hotels. Yeah, like that. Like, like that that situation when uh, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray at the you know at the bubble where Donovan Mitchell dropped a fifty the first yep. time he had to walk home and go see him. <laughs> yep. After he dropped fifty on him, like yeah. That and they is still weird. have to show each other that respect. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you see that and you see it the different ways, but, man, have we been killing the bubble. I, I, I'll say, honestly, the bubble is probably the greatest thing that has happened in the game of basketball. It feels, it feels like genuine ball. It doesn't feel like anything else is, like, influencing the game but their love for the game. No, for sure. And I, I think the extra aspect, it kind of has that AAU feel. I mean, yeah, you miss fans. Like, you miss, like, I miss being able to go to those games or see those games. The virtual games. fans aren't bad, though. It still kind of gives it a real vibe. The sound kind of helps it's a little bit, It's more basketball. Too. It's yeah. more basketball. You can hear everything on the floor and everything that they're saying. Yep. It's pure basketball. So it, it just, we've been, but we've been killing it. And, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff down here as far as, um, you know, getting numbers up for our community. You know, one of the things that I wanted to do when I created this is try to make it a much smarter and better place to gamble. Yep. And I also like to make fun of some of the aspects of gambling. So the podcast, basically, we want to have fun on this show. Like yep. the podcast, if you're new to the show, we're going to be having fun. We're going to be having random conversations, uh, but we'll be talking, you know, sports and, and, you know, throwing different, you know, games. Like we've got a, a special game uh, coming up to that. We're going to have the bad beat of the week. Um, that's going to be coming up later. But uh, there's an aspect of it where we're really putting in the work on the pick side of things. And guys, we're going for a 75%. 40 game sample. Now I got the numbers in front of me right here on the computer. It's right over here. I could send it to anyone who wants it, but we are 28 and 10 in our last 38 games. And that's 37 of them have been NBA bubble games. One of them has been the football game, which we won the week one over opener. And the craziest part is we've just been giving them out. Yep. Because we want to show you guys that it ain't fake. We're putting these out there right before we're letting you know what we have. We're putting them out there. Hey, if you want to tail, great. Let me just show you what it's like if you're tailing right now, right? 
Let's say you had an $100 bet on every single game that we've had since we started this run. And that's back on August 8th, which was, or August 7th, which was a loss. It started with a loss. We ended up going 28 and 10. So if you had 100 bucks on all of those games, right now you'd be up 1500 So you had a $1,500 month just by following picks with 100 bucks. It's a nice little passive income. Now put that, change that to 1000 Change that to whatever you want. But that's what we're producing over here. That's the kind of information and the kind of confidence we're going to have in all of those picks. We have our 74% in the last 38 games. We're going to go for 75. That's why people got to jump in on this premium pick program. Yeah, so I'm going to... Some of those picks we didn't really expose, but a good amount of them we did put I will. I will tell you, some of you guys who have been here since the beginning, you know a lot of these, you know, a lot of the audience are people that we know and a lot of good people. We got you guys. But get your friends on. Make sure they join on. You know, that's the biggest thing that we ask for. Like, we just need... We just want to win together. We, we want to win together. Like, the whole reason we started this is try to make you guys more money. Now we're proven, hey, we're doing it. Those who have been following, thank you very much. And, hey, listen, if you've been tailing every single pick, I don't blame you if you've gone the other way. Like, we all think differently. So, but it's been out there. That's what I've been doing. If you tail in along with me, you can join in on the winnings. And if you've been tailing along with us as well, we're going to be opening up like a community soon, like an online community where we're able to open up that line of communication, maybe give each other some advice. You know, some of us may be leaning one way one night and someone else may be leaning the other way. Let's talk about why we're going to put out facts, statistics and everything. But if you want to get a part of that, reach out to us now, find out how you could join. It's going to be something that's up and coming now, but it's going to be huge down the line. So if you want to join in on this community and win some money with us, we're all ears. Just hit up our DMs, Instagram, yeah, Twitter, wherever. D- DMs, I mean, we're all over Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's probably our main platform, but gambleonginter at gmail.com. That's the email. If you want to send us anything, if any kind of inquiries that you have come through, you'll get a response very quickly, and you'll be very happy with the results that come from it. So we're on the road to 75%, right? We're on the so road enough to about us. En- so enough about us. So How can we get to 75% so right here's now? So here's what we got. So we need more two more picks because we're 28 and 10. We need to get to 30 and 10 to get there, right? So that means we got to win the next two picks, right? So you're going to get one pick free season two, first day. You're going to get a, lock, a straight up lock to end the day. Of course, we're going to celebrate with a lock. Yep. But also, later on tonight, Lakers, Rockets, I'll have something for you. Just keep following the account. Make sure to retweet it as soon as game game tips off. You'll see. Let's follow and let's win win some money together. But um, you know that is just you know we we really appreciate all the support that we can get, and we just want to make sure that you guys know that we're winning money. Come on, join us, join us. Now let's get into the fun stuff that's going on. Yeah, let's so, let them know what we've been playing. In okay, so one. so first, I mean first thing first things first, we got the NFL is back. Guys, this is the first feeling of normalcy. I've never been more excited it's, for a Sunday. It's crazy. But it's like even more wild to look at a stadium like Arrowhead and not see that many people in the stands. But at you're all. seeing premium football regardless. Oh like, no, it was, great, was it, it was a great oh, game. It was a great game to start off the season. You had two highly explosive offenses between, you know, the Texans and the Chiefs. And I feel like a lot of people probably thought the uh, not the Chiefs, the Texans were gonna go into this very weak given the idea that they don't have the Andre Hopkins no more but honestly you know David Johnson stepped up Deshaun Watson balled like he usually does they didn't do as well as they probably could have but you know you saw some nice flashes of a new offense there's going to be a theme that's going to be 
you know, pretty prevalent at the beginning of the season. It's how these teams kind of are ready for week one. So you're going to see a team like the Texans who had a lot of changeover. They lose DeAndre Hopkins. They add David Johnson. They're adding different pieces. And you're seeing, okay, the offense at times can struggle a little bit. You're going to see teams start out slowly without that training camp experience. You're having time together, but you're not seeing another defense, another team. So it's going to look a little bit sloppy at first. Then you switch over. You look at the Chiefs who literally are just adding – a better running back than they've ever oh had. Oh my god! What's his name? Edward Hilaire. I'm, I mean, or whatever. However you I mean, say come on. I've, I've oh. been I've been telling y'all he's in on three of my four fantasy teams. He like, balled. He balled. You got to have the Chiefs running back, but this is the best one they've had. He, and that he, includes he's a dream for Andy Reid. Exactly. He does everything, and he kind of he didn't even get going in the passing game. He's a good receiver. Caught fifty balls in college for Joe Burrow. I mean, he's he's a real deal kind of guy over there. But so. What we like to do with the NFL and probably our most popular segment from season one was definitely when the XFL was going on. RIP. But The Rock is saying he's trying to buy it. it No, he bought it. Oh, he did buy it. It did happen. The Rock saved the XFL. Okay, I saw him tweet about it and I was like, oh shit, he's going to buy it. This is definitely an NFL statement, but uh, God, the XFL may be back. I can't wait. For that and it's well. crazy because in ballers, like the Rock ends up owning a, a NFL franchise. Like it's almost like he's coming to life with it. I mean, he's making everything, anything that he, that man wants, he's making come true. He knows how to manifest it. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Like, I, and it's like his real life, you know, life scenarios relates to his character in the show, Spencer Strassmore. Yep. Who ultimately has no fear and is just going to conquer everything he ever sought out to do, and he literally does it. It's cool. So. What we're going to have going uh, on this is we had a segment with the XFL where uh, Daniel would pick games, and I believe he was at 500. Um, But the point of it was, like, he had no experience with any of these players. He was just kind of going from what he saw, and he was our expert. Yep. Well, I'm here to hype him up about the NFL as the Nostradamus of NFL picks. So... You're going to hear analysis like you've oh never God. heard in your life before. All right. So the, the funny part about this especially is he doesn't know, you know, he just, I just told him to pick games like two hours before the show. So it's a little bit, Which I didn't I, it's really a little bit self, do that. yeah, it's going to be self, but it. that's perfect. The less you know, the better. All right. So let's see what we got. we're going to put him up against a football expert and a guest uh, every week. Usually that guest will be here live. Unfortunately, this guest could not be here live today, but I promise you, if he wins, he's going to be back here and he's going to be talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that. So so every week, the goal is we're going to bring on a guest to try and beat Daniel. So they each have five different games. So they have five separate games. They're going to have to pick on the spread the winner. If the person beats Daniel... He gets to come on again, do the same thing again, and talk shit to Daniel the entire time. <laughs> or if the solution that go oh, well for me. The, if <laughs> if the solution that Daniel wins, that person we go on to a new person because Nostra Daniel Nostra just Danius. knocked him, just knocked him out with his knowledge Let's of the go. betting community. So. I have five picks, and our special guest uh, this week is none other than our boy Clo Rogers from the uh, oh, he NBF gave you podcast. Picks too? So he sent me some picks. 
right? So, Damn you, Chloe. So it's gonna Jenny. be so it's gonna be you versus Chloe this week. It's gonna be you versus Chloe this week, I'm right? So he's gonna have five games. I'm gonna name all the five games that he's gonna have. All right, right. All We're right. gonna go pick by pick. So I'm all gonna right. give the first one and exactly what he has, right? No, no, no. Let me go first. You want you want all five, or you just want to go first? Well, it's your it's your floor. No, you're the, I want to go. You're the reigning champion. I want to go all five. No, yeah, I, I, you're right. reigning champion. You get to choose. All right. No, because I feel like if I hear his pick, it's going to influence mine. And I got to do this. You know I got to no, do this. No, but he has five separate games. He has five so separate games. Oh, I gave so him, it's not even these I games you, I have here? Yeah, so these are five different games we're going to talk about. It's all right, be, go for it. We're going to be talking go. about ten games. So first I feel like game, you gave him easier games probably. No, that's – all right. You can you could be the judge of that. So uh, first game that we have is the Browns-Ravens. Browns-Ravens. So that's sitting right that's now at seven – that's sitting right now at seven and a half, right? So, so you, so you're saying it's easy. Who would you pick? The Ravens. Okay, yeah. Chloe yeah, has the Ravens seven and a half. Now, I yeah. will say this: the Browns played the Ravens decent last year. They actually dominated them one game. So, no, that's seven man. and a half. Odell Beckham Jr. enjoys getting shitted on, so he's gonna get shitted on this week. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. That's a crazy story. He's on the right team. He's on the Browns. Nah, he's nah. going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. God, that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> he's that's so funny. Take the Browns to the fucking Super Bowl. That's that's funny. It's a rap for OBJ, man. <laughs> I wish him the best, but that's not. Nah, yeah, but foul. Cl- close got the Ravens. All right. Well, who's your first game? What do you All got? right. So I got the Packers and the Vikings. Honestly, Dalvin Cook just got paid. I really like the Vikings. And I think the Packers are kind of on a really big like struggle right so, now. So you like the Vikings two and a it's half. It's two at and a half points, honestly. I'm going with the Vi- and they're at home. Yeah, that's the two other thing. I'm going with home. the Vikings. Oh, so he's going with a happy Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and I'm doing that also in spite of Close bitch ass because he loves the Packers. So fuck you, Close. That's oh, right. Wow. wow. Son okay. of Aaron Rodgers, your dad going down, boy. Okay. Okay. Me? I like the, I like the Packers in that game. So we'll talk later. No, I'm going with the Vikings. <laughs> Dalvin no, no, no. Cook just got paid, bro. So he's got so the next game that we have for Big him money game. is the Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater. They're going to be hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. So I think I would go with the Panthers and yeah, that Panthers. One. Plus I feel like three. the Panthers are going to surprise some people. He has the Panthers plus three. I think that's a really, really good home dog this week. I think so. That's going to be interesting to watch the line. I believe the injury report has like 30 Panthers on the list. There's one team with at least 15 players on their um, on Holy their shit. on their injury report. It doesn't necessarily yeah, mean anything. I think Ted, sounds, I think Teddy Bridgewater has found a, a good spot there, especially with like McCaffrey is like a little bit well, of a safety well, net. Yeah, McCaffrey's your best player, so hundred percent. Everything's yeah. going to revolve around him. The difference is that defense may be one of the worst in the league without Luke Keekley and the and the teams that they're going to have to play this season. Yeah, they but have I, to play I, Brady, I would take them against the Raiders though, because the Raiders aren't Brees. as good either. Either no, they're like in the same boat. They're, they're underrated. I feel like they're a good Week One team. Um, I don't necessarily like a team traveling on the road getting three points and not like a team that I can consider very good, but Josh Jacobs is a good running back, can control that game. Yeah. You know, David Carr may not be the best quarterback. He may not even be a top twenty quarterback in the league. No, but, he's deteriorating quick. But but he, you know, he's a game manager. He's gonna know what to do. He's gonna try not to turn the ball over, you know, things like that. So it, it, I like the Panthers too. I think that's a good that's a good home doggy. That's who Glow picked. Yeah, so Glow's Glow's got the uh, the Panthers. You're gonna have a tough time beating this. This next one is Dolphins Patriots with seven and a half. Dolphins Patriots, seven and a half. 
I'm going with the Dolphins. So you're going to take I, the I think, Dolphins I think they're at half. least going to cover the spread. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they'll cover the spread and win the bet. Okay, so there's some bias with the Dolphins, obviously, here. So I And I just, you know, I'm, I'm a Dolphins fan, so, and I just despise the Patriots. I, I, usually it's the early games in the season where they do good against the Patriots. But it's they don't historically do well in New England, except yeah, they won the, the last thing. game in New England, and it was a big game, so... It, it's it's interesting because yeah. I don't know how the Dolphins obviously have made strides, but are they, you know, head and shoulders can compete with the Patriots this season? That will be, remain to be seen. But the, the Patriots real question are also is missing a lot of people. The real question is which quarterback is actually going to go off? Are we going to get some Fitz Magic up in this bitch? Or are we oh yeah, have Fitz, Fitz Magic. So show that he's still elite. So Fitz Magic is going to start the season, and he may. I mean, he he may. F- play until week 12. You think we see Tua take some snaps? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think like they're going to... Like this first game, do you think we see him take no, some snaps? No, unless there's an injury. Un- yeah, unless or we're there's getting an injury. Um, no, I don't even think in a blowout. You kind of, like, especially now, you, like, we don't have preseason to fall back on, right? Yeah. We don't have that time of learning in an offense in a game scenario, right? So, what are the chances, you know, you're going to try and get, okay... Ryan Fitzpatrick going, you know, if he's going to be your starting quarterback for four or five weeks, whatever, if at, at minimum four or five weeks, probably more like eight to 10 weeks, he'll be a, a starting quarterback. Yeah. You kind of want him to have, you know, a feel for the offense. But the other part of it is he's a 40 year old quarterback. He knows what he's doing. He's from Harvard. Yeah. Knows the playbook up and down. I, like, I will say if there's one thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick, although he's like a nomadic quarterback, you he know, is, he, 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 is, he, he, he is a nomad. <laughs> he knows how to learn an that's offense good and he adapts to it. Like that's, that is the good thing about him. He definitely beats to his own drum. That's for sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Right. So the other pick I gave him was, it was, uh, the, uh, Bengals playing the chargers and he has, we have uh minus three towards the chargers. Ooh. Um, chargers are on the road. So they're going Actually, the Chargers to, have Tyrod Taylor now. Is they're actually right? going to Cincinnati? I think Joe Burrow goes off. You like Joe Burrow? I mean, Joe. I like the idea of Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, and AJ Green, and then they got Mixon now as their running back. I think that well, is a solid offense. Well, you have Chris Harris Jr. now, and uh, with I think Derwin James is hurt, so that is definitely concerning. But they did get some good secondary help over there. It's just Tyrod Taylor. Can he run the offense anywhere near the efficiency of Phillip Rivers? I think I think Tyrod Taylor steps in, and that's a good offense for him to blend in with. You know, if Keenan Allen could stay healthy, mm-hmm. you got Eckert or what's his name? Eckler. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I know he stepped up big time last year. They got that pass rush with Ingram and Bosa. Yeah. Like they could play some defense too. They can get to you, and they got again Chris Harris Jr. is a pretty. Good I, I could see the Chargers potentially being similar to like how the 49ers were almost last but season. Close got the Chargers on the road minus three. So you, I, I mean the home doggy there is definitely tempting with Joe Burrow's first game, but I might go with them. He's gonna get pressured. Like he's gonna he's gonna yeah. get a welcome to the NFL with Joey Bosa and Melvin yeah. Ingram. I could see that. Yeah, and, and we gotta we we'll see about the Cincinnati offensive line. It was putrid last year. I think we'll see exactly what Burroughs made out of. People are, you know, making him out to be what he's supposed to be, or if you know it was a little bit of hype. So we have so so what is uh, your third game? So my third game is that's what I was trying to get back up my list. Uh here it is. My third game is the Seahawks and the Falcons, two and a half points. 
I am actually. Yeah, I think I gotta go with the Seahawks. You want to go Seahawks? You're gonna take. I, I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see the, the true two and a half with them. Yeah, I think we're gonna see the true emergence of DK Metcalf. I, I like. I just think they're gonna win, right? And they're they're going to be the I people do, that I do like. This, DK. Like they're gonna blow out the spread. DK is a physical specimen. So you think if they're they're saying out, he's yeah. gonna be like the new Julio? And I think this is the great game for him to show that. Yeah, that would. He's a big bodied I mean, receiver. A, they could triple comparison. team him. He's somebody they could break out of these, you know, these DK, sort of situations. DK has a long way to go to get to anywhere near the route runner Julio is, though. But they're saying DK's this could be faster. a good year for him, though, because I think he could, be, you know, he can end up becoming toward the number one option if Lockett can't stay healthy because, you know, he has those inconsistencies. Well, yeah, Lockett's pretty, you know, he is very inconsistent. You know, you may get a zero point week or you may get the week that wins your fantasy league. He's very hit or miss. It's, like, to an extreme, too. Um, okay, so the fourth game that we have here is one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite games on the weekend. So, you have both the Sunday night game and one Monday night game. So, okay, I so gave one of my him games is the Monday one of the game. Monday night game. But this is, like, the 425 big game. Yeah. Bucks saints Bucks saints Wow. What a game. I feel like I got to go with chemistry on this one, and I feel like this... Is it in New Orleans? It's in New Orleans, and you're yeah, getting... Yeah, I'm going with the Saints. And it's minus three and a half, yeah. So, Chloe's also back in the Saints, minus three and a half. Um, so, I definitely, you know... The, I think that's, that's going to be the, the that's biggest gonna be, game. That's going to be the best game of the week. Might or, be the highest scoring game. that may be the best game of the week. It could be. It definitely could be. Um, that, it's a I shootout will, right there. I will tell you, the game you have on next is probably the other game that may score the most points, and that's Cowboys-Rams. Yep, I was going to say the Cowboys-Rams with a plus three. Um, I mean, the Rams don't have Gurley no more. Let's see. I got to go with Who's the Cowboys. Who's on the Falcons, by the way? Huh? Who's on the Falcons, by the yeah, way? You yeah, you went to the Falcons, yeah. Seattle has Gurley and Julio. You I, I will say the Seahawks-Falcons game is the one game I'm I'm a little reluctant on my choice. Like, I do feel like the no, Falcons... No, you made it with conviction. You got it. You're Notre Dame. No, no, I know. I'm sticking with my pick of the Seahawks, but I feel like that's the one game I could actually be wrong on. Mm. All right, just to be completely mm, honest. I think but you could be wrong on all of them, to be honest with you. So could Chloe. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully... Hopefully, Hopefully for your sake. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I got the Cowboys Rams. I got to go with the Cowboys. I think Dak goes into this week with a chip on his shoulder after Skip's bullshit. And by the way, Skip Bayless got to go. They just got to get rid of his old delusional ass. Like uh, I, that, that shit he said about Dak was disrespectful. I think Dak, he got a chip on his shoulder. He's going to prove why he's going to get that $40 million. I mean, you just say things to to get people to look at it, whether it's uh, good or bad. It is what it is. That's what he does best. Yeah. So, uh, you know... I wouldn't say it's like a cross, you know, country flight to go Dallas to LA, but going to the West Coast to start the season. The Rams still have a pretty good offense. I I mean that team overall. They they McVay's a really good coach, yeah. but like they're putting a lot of money into a lot of spots. Like they just signed Cooper Cup three years, forty nine million. They just gave. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, the highest contract yeah. that a corner's oh ever my had. God, yeah, he got it's, paid too. They're just paying stupid money, and and Goff too. Goff got got a huge quarterback contract as well. Like they're putting money in a lot of places where they haven't proven that they deserve that. Well, much the one money. place that needed money was Gurley, and they let him walk. I mean, I feel like they're they're like anyone else that they can find you know value in a running back that you're not over playing overpriced. However, you see Kamara getting a deal. Yeah. You see McCaffrey with a huge deal. Dalvin Cook got the deal that he got. Yeah. 
Like they're all getting paid. Like they're getting paid. It's changing. the 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 narrative is changing as more money comes in. You can a- be able to keep that running back if you'd like. It's just, is it the smart thing to do? Yeah. And, I mean, putting that much money on Jared Goff is going to be the decision there. And I feel like Todd Gurley's carried that team through a lot of he did. his bad stretches. You know? So, okay, so the last game Klo has, um, and it's the first of the Monday night games. So, there's two Monday night games because it's week one. Mm-hmm. Now... He has the Giants-Steelers game. So the Giants are at home, but I feel like for Steelers fans, even with limited seating and limited capacity, even on a road, they'll take up 70% of a stadium. Even oh, if yeah. it's the Giants stadium. Oh, yeah. Which has a very Well, 70% of probably like too. the 30 to 40% of the people they're going to allow in there. Yeah, so it it's an interesting game. Ben Roethlisberger is back. You know, the he offense said, he says he's never felt better. That he's been playing hurt for years. Well, he's always playing hurt. He's gonna eventually play hurt this season. Well no, he says he's actually hundred percent now though. Mm-hmm. That's how he feels. So you so, gotta see, does Juju's value come back with this and everything? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things to go into. Is that dude Deontay Johnson, that other receiver? James Conner is, is actually emerging James, as a solid running back. Yeah, he's got to stay healthy. And if do they have enough when he's off the field? Because they've been able to get running back production a lot of a lot of different places yeah. for the past ten years. They know how to run the football in Pittsburgh. Um, and Clo likes Pittsburgh uh, minus six. Yeah, I, I got to agree with him there. Okay. Okay. My you're last. Not, you're game. not feeling good if you, if you're agreeing with a lot of. I'm, I'm agreeing picks. with. I'm agreeing with that one. I'm not agreeing with a lot of his picks. Mm-hmm. But the last one I have is the Titans Broncos. So that's the uh, that's a late night game. That's I'm the going 10, with 15, the Broncos. A 10-15 game. Now Von Miller's out for the season. They just tried to sign Cameron Wake. Didn't work. He okay. didn't come out, so he didn't want to sign with the the Broncos. I can tell you this. Is Tannehill still the quarterback in Tannehill Tennessee? Tannehill is still the quarterback in Tennessee. He got he actually is gonna get paid. I think he got paid. I don't know. Honestly, I gotta I gotta look. All right, I'm going Titans. You like Titans? Yeah. Oh no, he's changing his mind. I'm, no, I'm wondering how decision. I'm thinking about Derrick Henry. Like, how are you gonna stop this guy? I mean Von Miller's your best bet at that. He usually starts slow though. Henry is a known and you get you go into Denver which is not the easiest place to play. The thing I like about Denver is their receiving core. Well, yeah, but Cortland Sutton might be out too. So that's another factor to consider is Cortland Sutton's so probably going to miss Titans. the game. So you're going to take the Titans yeah. minus three. Yeah. I will say that 10-15 slot usually favors the West Coast team. It usually does. It is in I remember. I remember that uh, there was a really, really good Saints team uh, played opening night against a really bad uh, Niners team when they had Carlos Hyde and thought he was going to be the great th- next great thing. Yeah. And the Niners just dominated that game. Dominated them. And so I tend to say West Coast games that late at night, I tend to lean West Coast teams. It's just a trend that happens. So I, n- I know Denver is very mountainous. It's up in the air. You know, it has the mile high <laughs> Thank, situation thanks, going on. Thanks for your analysis right? of greater but Denver. We but really appreciate Tennessee, that. Smoky Mountains, they kind of got a similar scenario. Oh, wow. I think I think it won't be too much of a transition other than time, which I'm sure they've already been there for a couple of days now and have gotten adjusted to the situation. So I'm still going to stick with but, the Titans. But that's an exciting week one of NFL action. It's back. It's we back. couldn't be happier. Football's fucking back. Yeah. No. Nah. So let's get into the specialty right now. The the uh, Because it's looking like 
so we have the Eastern Conference Finals set. Yep. Heat, Celtics, Heat a in, rivalry. Heat in six. A good rivalry. Heat in six. Okay, thank you for your opinion. Heat in six. But it's looking like we're also going to have L.A. versus L.A. in the second round. I'll tell in you the, one thing. The, the winning team of that one will be from L.A. That's a good. That's really good analysis. Now Denver's, uh, you know, kind of had a really good game the other day. They can play defense with almost anyone, um, but it, it's looking likely that it's going to be Lakers Clippers, which I think everyone wants. Yeah, you I mean, I feel like that. that's the one prediction that everybody made at the beginning of the season. That's yeah. that's correct. But the one crazy thing about you know specifically LeBron James this year, right? Because you're seeing that one of the Heat or the Celtics are going to come out of the East, and for years it's just been whoever's team that LeBron is playing on and all these years like you're just saying to LeBron oh uh, if he was in the West it would be so much harder and yeah it's right but one of the best teams in the West for the past five years has been the Rockets yeah and they're about to take them out in five yep and it's not like the Lakers are playing that well listen the way that the Rockets play basketball it a guy like Anthony Davis should be able to expose that every time there is no one humanly possible that can guard him and then the second tallest player on the floor at all times could be LeBron, who can run with anyone on your roster. Now it's just, are you taking, you know, you can't you can't cover Anthony Davis. Like, that's got to be, but for some reason, the Rockets are really good against them. And, when, and they play a team like OKC, who's much better defensively, like with, with a guy who specifically can guard James Harden, I would say, in Dort. That they seem more open because not a lot of people can cover James Harden on that yeah, team. I, I really thought OKC was going to take it at a point. It, it, I mean, at but the it, end of the day, the better team won. The Rockets are better. Yeah, the Rockets are better, was. but I think I think that series really exposed their true weak points. But the, Ro- but the Rockets, we've known the weak points. It's yeah. Do the shots go in? You could shoot a high volume of shots. If they're going in 25% of the time... 30% of the time, yeah. if you're one from 18 for three, you are not helping I, yourself. I think you and I were watching one of the first games together when it was like they, he, he was like shooting well normally from the regular field, but from like three, he was like two for like 14 or something like that. And that they'll point. just keep continue to do it. I think that's what did in the Raptors last night yeah. is they went to a lot of isolation well, that, balls. That's the D'Antoni disease. It, it, it Live really, and die by the three. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Only rely on your star players. If the star players flooded, I will pass s- it out. I will say this. Unlike any really other Houston team with the smaller group, they you they were a lot better defensively, statistically, than they've ever been in years past. So there is a little bit of that that's growing on the defensive end. But the offensive philosophy, yes, it at times it can literally shoot you out of a game. Well, why do you think D'Antoni's always been stuck in the second and third round for year after year after year after year? I mean, he's innovative, but it's the style of ball that needs to, they need to incorporate, you know, there's other aspects of the game that they need to, you know, you have to consider. They got to play team ball. That's what they got to do. That's what I'm saying. D'Antoni is too much. Rely on the stars. If the stars are flooded, pass it out to the three. That's all he does. It's, it's, but that's, I mean, it, it's gotten them this far. With the it talent hasn't that gotten they have. that far enough. And though. then I'm I'm curious what kind of system would allow someone like James Harden in the system to flourish like that. I don't think any other system. I, I think it would be smart if they played something similar to like the triangle offense. I think that would be good for someone like them because he does somewhat I'm, have a similar form of play to like how Jordan would play because he could be take too, over and command a game. It doesn't have to be too crazy because every team pretty much runs some variation of a high pick and roll. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much all offense is at the NBA level now. It's high pick and roll. 
with a guy that you can really use as a role man who's very versatile, like LeBron, like Jokic, guys who could pass out of that and find guys in the corner where someone's just, all they're doing is just sprinting. Yeah. In a different direction. It's kind of triangle-ish, but... No, nah, like, I'm exactly. talking about the true formation. I, th- I think that would be good of them because you, you need it to be a science between the whole team, but where it would still have, you know, a head point of the triangle. <sighs> and Harden could be that person, but I think it's good that you have someone like a Westbrook there to also alternate. Yeah, out. part of my analysis is definitely not triangle offense talk. I've definitely talked more specific offense than I have in basketball in about nine years. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Either way, Houston's done. But, I, I, I mean, this Heat-Celtics series, I mean, we got a real dogfight on well, What do you think is the real chance of the Heat actually so going to the championship? Who do, I mean, they just like in the last series with, with um, Antetokounmpo, they have a lot of guys that they can throw on Jalen Brown and, and uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Now, parts of Giannis's game are... A lot of it is at the rim, right? If you put him outside and you make him shoot threes, he's vulnerable. You can't have the same game plan for either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, who are really good three-point shooters. Yeah. Like, you're you're, you're not going to tell me, with Giannis, if he's shooting a three, you're like, thank God. If it's Jason Tatum, there's a lot of ways he can beat you. If he's shooting a three, that's one of the ways he can really kill you. He's made big shots. And it's a good question. Who's the best player in this series, Jason Tatum or Jimmy Butler? Honestly, it's got to be Jimmy, it, though. If it's if it's if it's not Jimmy now, then how long until it's J- if it's not Jason now, then how long until it's Jason? I, I think is if the you question. give Jason like two or three more years, he'll he's gonna be like, he he's gonna have like I feel a similar patch tr- like how Jimmy Butler 21? found stardom. Is he, yeah, is he twenty? Has he been twenty one yet? I, thi- I think he is. He's twenty one, twenty two. That's the thing about the Celtics; they got all these young guys. A lot of them are still developing Jaylen and Brown's maturing young too. And. And with a guy like Kemba Walker, who historically has been really good against the Heat. Yeah. And that's also the leader of their locker it's room, not, basically. It's not the best matchup for the Heat, just from a pure basketball sense. I'm not going to bet the series at all, because I'm a Heat fan, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to chance that. Yeah. Because I'm not just going to follow the Heat here. You're not compromising your loyalty. But at the same it. time, like, you know, I thought about sometimes, like, you know, what will happen is it'll get right before the game, and I'll just be like, screw it. Heat money line. Let's go. Uh, I, <laughs> I definitely think that he could win in six. In all honesty, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to be the best player in the series. You know who I think will be? I think Tyler Hero could step up and truly be the best player you know, in I'm this gonna, entire series. I'm going to follow up that that with uh, Bam, Bam uh, Adebayo. I yeah. think he could be the best Bam, player. Bam is I, the X factor I feel, for sure. I feel like for the Heat, if they like the, where they have a distinct advantage, it's going to be interior defense. Yeah. And bam, down low. Yeah. They don't have anyone that could check him. If Unless he's they're going to put in Taco, not, which they're not going to put in Taco for no more than uh, 10 minutes. Taco can't check him either. No, he can't. So, so they're only otherwise hope he though. would play. Otherwise, Taco would f- play if he could check anyone. No. So Not happening. With with Bam in that series, like there were some impressive performances by Williams and Daniel Tice. I think they're a little bit better than people think, but... If you were taking Bam out of bio in that case, and uh, Jason Tatum's too small, he can, and he's not going to be falling on that unless it's a switch. It's an advantage and it's a matchup you like with Bam. So they, I would expect him to be a little bit more involved offensively in this series than, let's say, he was in the last series where his main impact was 
getting in front of Giannis and making sure he didn't get to the bucket. Yeah. How he played defensively in that series was otherworldly. Yeah. It was the best. Him and Jimmy Butler put on some of the best defensive basketball I've ever seen. Yeah. The thing about Jimmy Butler, and this is the crazy part, is he gets two picks a game. Just like an NFL safety or an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Where you're throwing that screen pass and you just jump it. You just jump it, take it, and run to the house. That's what he does twice a game. I've never seen someone's instincts on an open ball like that where it's just twice a game you're getting free buckets at the other end. Jimmy is a special defensive player, and so is Bam. And that's going to be the big difference is can they overcome the great all-around offense of the Celtics who also have people that they can put on those best players other than Bam, where Bam's probably going to have to be more offensively. I'm worried about Duncan Robinson in this series. I think there's a lot of people that they can put on him to make it hard for him. He's a great shooter. So, and then here we even got in the chat. Look, got to get Duncan involved without forcing it. That falls on Bam, showing he can attack the. Well, Bam Bam's a great passer out of it too. So Bam is going to be a key. He he really showed all signs of like. Well, he's he's got he's got all game. Like he's a fully developed. Like his game is fully developed in all five phases of basketball that you need. Yeah. Interior defense, perimeter defense, offensive weapons. Like it's crazy because you could you could put him in the category of like someone like a Rajon Rondo almost like not even in the sense like a point guard but in the (sighs) sense that like. He's able to fill all the stat sheet areas. He does, he does those little things, but it's not so much what he does in the stat sheet. It's all the different how he's able to rotate on any yeah. point guard in the league. He and also knows how to com- move, and you're feeling comfortable with that matchup. Like any, maybe I, I don't know. He's gonna get crossed up by Kyrie Irving once every you know five times that he comes down the court. Yeah, but, but those other four but times, that's a two out of those four times, he's that's gonna block. A special him. kind of offense. Yeah, if he. If he he can get there. Even yeah. though I really like him. I really like Bam. I think ba- so, I think Bam is truly a gem. Pat Riley killed it. So I can't. Him. I'm not going against the Heat. I'm not picking against the Heat. I can't humanly do that. It just won't. So Heat and six. Yeah, heat and heat six. And six. Heat and six. And you know, I I really don't care about. But Boston I'm telling you, watch either, out so. for Tyler Harrow because the last series on Game Four when they could have swept them. They should have gave the ball to Tyler at the end of those games. I know they couldn't on that final play in regulation, but Tyler Hero, like he had, he had this look in his eye. I'm, he was I'm just, looking forward to the Tyler Hero Marcus Smart match. Oh, that's gonna be great. I am. Those are two big personalities. Because because Hero's a dog. I really love the way he plays. I love the way he plays basketball on the offensive end. There was yeah. no fear. Even in that game they lost, he was hitting clutch three after clutch three. Even though the game was out of hand, he's yep. still playing. That, that's what I love about that. him. And he's 19, 20. And he, he's in he's the perfect best, for this Miami he's in, offense. He's too. in the best system right now to help him flourish. Now, yep. will he be in Washington or somewhere else any year as a sign and trade because they want to build a super team? We'll see. I don't think he will. We'll see. I, I think I think he makes his mark. He's gonna stay. There's there's a lot, I mean, he there's a lot of places that would want someone like that to get one of the best players in the NBA. Like just hypothetically, if you could trade Tyler Hero to get a player like Jason Tatum, you'd do it. But I don't think we're going to trade for Jason Tatum. If you're telling me I, this is for I'm Giannis. Just, I'm, I'm just saying that in this in the sense of Tyler, with because it's easy to see right now that he's an ascending player. Yeah. He's going to be very good when he's 24, 25. He's already a really good player. Where does he rank against all the different players in the league? If you're getting X guy for him... Do you feel worse about giving up him? 
It depends. So Bradley Beal. It I'll depends. give you Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's a good one. Are you giving it Bradley Beal? If you, even if it's Bradley Beal, I, I don't know. I'd rather keep him. Bradley Beal's still young. Like I know Bradley Beal's still young, but it depends. Am I just, is it just straight who gives up? You, you a better, it's just straight up? Who gives you a better chance to win a championship for the next five years? If it's a straight-up trade, I'm going with what's happening now, right? But it's obviously not mm-hmm. going to be a straight-up trade, and I'd rather keep the draft picks because I'm sure that's ultimately what Washington would want to go along with Tyler Hero. But what's... I mean, we got the key pieces that you want drafted with Bam. Bam is, is your guy if you want. Now... Are you taking you're taking Giannis and giving up Bam? Are you feeling okay? No, no, I like what Bam is doing. There, there's there's certain things you got to fill into the offense. I I feel like right now Bam is a little bit a little bit more necessary than I'm us taking, having Giannis. I'm taking Giannis over Bam. I don't know. I like those are the situations I'm I don't taking, like in I'm basketball. Taking Giannis over Bam just because you could teach everything that Bam's doing to Giannis and he'll be better at it. I don't know. We gotta <laughs> see. We gotta see. It's like. like it's hard for me to Bam has put in such crazy work. Like it's hard to replace that, and it's not even knocking off what Giannis can or can't do. It's like just trying to say that like what Bam does, Giannis can't do, and what Giannis does, Bam can't do. You know, it's like almost like you win in both scenarios regardless. Mm-hmm. And I just think Bam already fits into what we have. If we add on Giannis and it doesn't require us getting rid of Bam, that's one thing. But I don't know. That's like I said. It, it depends on the scenario. It depends on the circumstances. Excellent. So. So far, we got the NBA playoffs down. We got your matchup with Chloe this week down. I yep. cannot wait for the end of that. Keep following us to see if you, you know, you can watch it over and see yep. the we results. We got to watch out for that pick later. Yeah, for we'll sure. Putting out that well, free pick later. Well, here, here's something that I want to definitely introduce, and we're going to be doing this um, every week. We're going to try to. If you'd like to uh, be a part of this segment, please, please, please send any uh, pictures of your bad beats to Gamble on Ginter. Um, and we'll take a look at it, and we'll read off uh, the best one that we have uh, during the week. And some of them may be mine. Um, I may have a crazy beat that happens during the week, and it'll be uh, me. This week, uh, one of a friend of the show um, and uh, one of the artists that's played on our show, Big Wig, Brandon Budwig, he sent me a beat that was uh, pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. So I'm going to explain this situation, you know, this this situation by 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 putting you exactly where he was at this particular point in time. So, it was a 14 parlay, $30 to win about 360 bucks. So, you know, not you're not putting much down, but on the top on the end of it, you could have 360 bucks. Yeah. So, it's a 14 parlay. So, you had the Lakers five and a half. They won by 10. So, you got to win there. You have the Miami Hurricanes minus 15 and a half. I believe he barely got that, but that's a win. He has the Chiefs minus nine, which for most of the game seemed like that, yeah, that's going to hit. Now, the last thing he has is he has the Chiefs Texans under 53. Now, me and my buddy, because we're, you know, we're great friends and we talk about this stuff. He's, he's actually someone that I use, you know, sometimes for some of his advice when it comes to bets. He's very, you know, very knowledgeable, especially NFL, anything NFL. He knows his stuff. And we both were like, yeah, we really like this under. It's really high. I got it at 54 and a half. He waited a little bit, got it at 53. So the score is about 51 points with about a minute 30 left to go in the game. And the Texans are doing an onside kick because they're desperate at this point in time. The onside kick is then received by the Chiefs, 
but he catches it on the run. So he runs all the way down to the 15-yard line, putting them in field goal position. Um, They get three tries at the one. I believe the Texans had two timeouts. So they used all their timeouts. And so because of that, they weren't able to run out the clock, so they kicked the field goal to make it 54. And so he lost on that play. A field goal with 30 seconds left. And who won, Pete? So I had it at 54 and a half. It ended up at 54. I was very happy. But by the skin of your teeth. But like I had definitely I, I wasn't about to make, you know, 360, 360 <laughs> bucks on a small $30 bet. So you still uh, won though, right? That's I I, I won. Which has he led us to seventy four percent. The point is <laughs> on the road to seventy five percent. The point is it's a bad it's a terrible beat. So hopefully we're not jinxing it for uh for tonight, but um, I'm pretty we're pretty confident. Knock on wood. So we got uh you know, thank you again to uh Brandon Budwig for allowing me to share that on the air today. Um and We've we've come to the point of the show where it's time yeah. to to give out just our lock for the weekend. All right. So again, a lot of you know, most of the time it, it may not be on the podcast always. We'll always try to throw in maybe one or two every once in a while. Um, you know, just to keep you get but this is why you gotta follow his, us. Historically my picks on the show do really, really well. Right, we can run back the numbers from last year. I know we don't have them. We don't have the technology that we have for season two because we're a year older and a year wiser. Yes, we are. But we do have locks. And I'm looking around the NFL tomorrow, and I see one game that it it doesn't make sense. I, I just feel like it's really, really low on this team, and was one of the picks that I handed out to uh, Chloe to figure out. And I think it's an absolute lock. Saints, minus three and a half. It's a lock. With Now, I will take you back to 2018. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback of these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they were going in for week one against Drew Brees and the Saints. This is, I believe, the year after the Saints were the one seed. And Fitzpatrick threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. And the Buccaneers beat the Saints at home during the best two weeks of any quarterback's career. I'm talking, of course, of Ryan Fitzpatrick's week one and week two. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. The birth of Fitzmagic. the same, but in New England. So, Brady is in a new, you know, a new situation. Biggest deal was Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. It made Tampa Bay relevant which they were not until they yeah. got Tom Brady. And then they got, and they got a lot of great pieces. Fournette. It was a good offense set up. And you don't have Mike Evans for big the first game. Now, I think Mike Evans actually takes a little bit of a step back this year because I feel like he can be a very good red zone target, but so can Gronkowski. So can a lot of people, and Chris, Chris Godwin's going to get fed. Godwin, yeah. Godwin. and On fantasy this year, they had Godwin ranked above And, I, and I'll tell you right now, don't sleep on Scotty Miller either. I'm just letting you know, don't sleep on Scotty Miller either. You, on you know team. Brady always makes a star out of the third. Brady, Brady will, um, you know, he's he's more of a check down quarterback in his age 43 season. Like, it, you saw him get exposed in some of those games late with the Dolphins game and the Titans game. Yeah. You know, he there is some things that he's not on. Now, 
He's a full, you know, he's rested. He's ready to go. He's going to be in the best shape he is all season, week one, going into that game. It's a new offense, new pieces to get together. New Orleans is a tough place to play, even with, I think it may be worse with less people in there in a dome setting like that. I, Despite the home field advantage, what it usually would be, the Saints are really, really good at home. They put up a lot of points. They could score 40 themselves. And Michael Thomas is so, disgusting. Kamara's and getting I don't, paid. And I don't see still, I see you know some weakness in the secondary for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Their biggest week, and that is the part where if you have a surgeon like Drew Brees with the football, he will pick you apart. Yeah, and so now he gonna, has Emmanuel it's Sanders, It's going to be an too. incredibly high-scoring game, and I think uh, I'm pretty confident that you're going to see a burger from Drew Brees against that defense. It's a good defense pass-rushing-wise, but they got to get there. They have to get there, and New Orleans is great at getting the ball out quick. Drew Brees is great at making the right decisions. Michael Thomas is great at getting open always. He's he always open. The ball. He is always open. There is not a single time where he is not open. The guy's disgusting. I'm he's glad I got him he's, on my fantasy he's team. Such a, he's <laughs> such a weird personality off the field, but God, is he so good at wide receiver. Him and Antonio Brown, I don't understand how good they are at wide receiver and then how they can be just crazy off the field. Yeah. Well, with, I mean, I wouldn't say with, Michael Thomas well, is He's much. not Antonio. Well, he's still got time. He's not, you know, he's not Antonio Has he got paid Brown, yet? Though. Who, Michael Thomas? Yeah. I'm sure he's about to. Okay. Don't worry. We'll see what Relax. a wide receiver does when he gets a little money. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's going to get paid. Of... Like, he's going to get paid. Like, set for life. So, paid. that's your lock pick, though? Saints? I like the Saints three and a half against okay. Buck. Uh, traveling, Tampa Bay traveling to New Orleans. I, I, I think it's a tough matchup for Brady's first game. I think Tampa Bay's going to be really good this year. Really good. I'm talking 10, 11 wins good. Like, you can't sleep on them. Their division's good. That's a tough matchup at New Orleans. I like the Saints three and a half. That's my lock of the week. Go home to the bank with that. That's going to be win number 30, by the way. That's going to be win number 30. Is that going to Because we got win 29. That's going to be coming out tonight. Tonight, guys. Follow our. What time is game time? So, uh, I don't know. I want to say what? I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Is it a nine o'clock game? Hey, Siri, what time is the NBA playoffs tonight? Probably should this research how we this. find out. Yeah, we should have we should have known this. We should know that. Oh nope, Siri doesn't know. Let's see. I feel like it's at nine. I'm gonna make this perfect end to a show. We're right? gonna have to look up all the stuff. I'm not even connected to your internet. I don't know why. I'd yeah, bother. so you got the Rockets Lakers at eight. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. It's a little er- a little earlier. I gotta work in the morning, so I don't, I don't so like at that. least it's at eight. So we'll have that up for you by seven p.m. Yeah, absolutely. So you can lock that in, win this money with us. Don't sleep. We got to bring you a big program and everything. So when you guys, uh, so keep make sure you email out to us, DM us if you got, you know, if you're interested in what we're doing, if you're interested in joining our community. Uh, we got a lot of people. Tell them one be, more time the win record, how much they could have won with us last month. Could have won won about a yeah, if you had a hundred dollars on every game, you could have won uh, yeah, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Small fifteen hundred. I'm sure that would have helped you out, and that's just a hundred bucks. That's the investment. That's how much you got to put into. Could have bought your girl it. some Cartier. Mm. Could have taken her Sad. out for a nice steak dinner. Sad. Could have put a down payment on a little beater car for yourself. Yeah. Some nice money right there. Anyways, our thanks to Daniel Mano for doing what he does. Our thanks to Clo Rogers and his picks. Hopefully, he'll be back. Uh, no, nah. he's gonna lose. No, nah, no, nah, nah, he's gonna lose. Um, and <laughs> Nostradamus. And I'm Peter. Thank you guys for listening. Take care, folks.